G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Realfaith.org.au It got really bad. I got really bad. I started to really struggle and my perceptions were way out of whack of, you know, where I fit and, and how she felt about me. And I, I felt sick whenever she rang. Um, my stomach would be churning and, you know, I had this desire to talk to her. I wanted to be loved by her, but I also wanted to just push her away. Welcome to Real Faith, conversations about the impact faith has on our lives and the challenges we go through, helping us today and giving us hope for tomorrow. That's real people, real life and real faith with Eric Scadabo. Well, today we have more of our conversation with Helen Marsh's daughter, Jan White. As we've heard previously, Helen was only 14 years old when she was forced to give her daughter Jan up for adoption after only being together for a couple of days. We also heard from Jan's perspective and what it was like growing up as an adopted child and then finally being reunited with her mother after being apart for nearly 30 years. Today we'll hear more from Jan's perspective and about some of the challenges she faced trying to establish a relationship with her birth mother after being apart for so long. And Jan will also share how she became a Christian. All that more is coming up today as Jan joins us once again from her home in the southeastern suburbs of Melbourne. It was about a year after I met my birth family that I had been going to church for a couple of years at that point. Some people in town had been ministering to me and and I'd sent my children from the time they were about five years old, as you kind of did in many years ago, just sent them along. But I, I started going and had been going two years and I had my own personal encounter with finding Jesus as my saviour and um, gave my life to the Lord the year later after I'd met the family. Yeah, was there any connection between the two events? Well, I I think there was a sowing that God was doing that not only did I have people in the town that were ministering to me, but God brought me into a family where I my mother had become a Christian, my sister had become a Christian, and my brother had become a Christian. And so God was definitely ministering to me through the family as well. And so they didn't personally lead me to Christ, but they definitely were instrumental in what God was doing in my life. So, you know, I gave my life to the Lord and then I I struggled because I thought, how am I going to bring my family up in the Christian faith? And and I really was concerned about that. But thankfully, 18 months later, um, after my husband had had a serious motorbike accident, he too came to the Lord. So there we were on the journey together. Wow. So you finally meet your long lost natural mother, but then you put your faith in Jesus as well and started your own personal relationship with him. Yeah, and, you know, I don't think I really knew what I'd done in the beginning until I shared with a lady one day and she said, why didn't you tell me? And I said, well, I didn't know I had to tell anyone. 
But yes, I was on that journey and I was very hungry to grow in my relationship with Jesus. And Mm -hmm. I really wanted change in my family for my husband and myself and our marriage and for my children. So yes, I started on that journey. Mm -hmm. Now, before you continue with your life story, I just had a few questions for you. A lot of times when you hear about people who uh, find out that they were adopted, they have a resentment toward their natural parent. You know, why did you give me up? Why did you abandon me? And that kind of issue. Were those issues for you? Yeah, I understand that. Um, all my life growing up, I had this, after finding out I was adopted, I would say, well, she was only young. You know, you couldn't keep your babies back then. And um, so this is just what had to be done. And I did have a loving family. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like it was terrible. So I was grateful also for the family that I had. So I didn't have that resentfulness towards her. I think it was though on meeting her and seeing I didn't have that family unit the way I desired in my own family growing up. Even though loved, we didn't do lots of family things that I felt like I missed out on that. So when I met um, Helen, I saw the way she was with her family and her children, but not only the way she was with her family and children and how loving and nurturing and and that that she was, but how she was with other people. So I wasn't resentful over the way she was with her own children. That was a natural thing. But I certainly started to get resentful over seeing that with other people and yet struggling to feel that I was getting that too. That you weren't getting nurtured by her. Is that what you're saying? Yes, because I think what would happen is, you know, mum would get very busy on trying to draw the family together when we came to visit, but we weren't getting any personal time together. So I was getting to know the family as a group, but emotionally there was not a lot of time or opportunity for us to really have that heart-to-heart and those times together to share. And like I said, I pulled back, so I was very careful not to bring out maybe some of the feelings that were growing in me through this time of, how do you feel about me? Mm -hmm. So if I'm hearing you correctly, basically you're saying you finally meet your long-lost birth mother and you find out she's wonderful. She's nurturing and everything you ever wanted in a mother, but for reasons of her own, she wasn't doing that to you. Yes, that's exactly right. She had blocked a lot of and pushed away a lot of her own feelings over the time because she gave up a baby and was told to just get on with life. So here I was not a baby anymore, but I was an adult coming into her life. And so I think it would have been easier to love a friend than suddenly feel like you're meant to be having love for this child that you'd given away, but now is a a grown woman. Yeah, isn't it interesting that you see people being reunited who are separated for years and you see them crying and hugging each other and and you think, well, they're just going to go on the rest of their lives just being close. But it sounds like it's not that easy. It's not that easy because it's then a building of your relationship. And like I shared, we weren't having a lot of time. And I was living far away at the time. Um, We eventually came to Melbourne. So it was letters and the odd phone call. In fact, it was my stepdad, Wally, who used to say to mum, don't you think it's about time you gave Jan a call? Because she was very busy in ministry life and with her family. So it was a whole having to make a decision that we had to grow this and build it. Well, what was the final breakthrough? How did you finally get through this kind of stuckness that you had in your relationship with your birth mother? 
it got really bad. I got really bad. I started to really struggle and my perceptions were way out of whack of, you know, where I fit and how she felt about me. And it actually ended up taking a bit of root where I was actually starting to make myself sick. I felt sick whenever she rang. My stomach would be churning and, you know, I had this desire to talk to her. I wanted to be loved by her, but I also wanted to just push her away because I was very, very hurt and I was very broken inside. Um, It was at that time that I decided that I needed counselling. And so I went along to this counsellor and I think for the first time with this counsellor, I was actually able to unpack all my feelings that I pushed aside for the sake of everybody else. And I felt heard and it was very releasing but I didn't want to stay in a place where it was great for me to just offload. I wanted to heal. I wanted to be whole. And I remember this, my counsellor gave me a little book one day and it was on forgiveness. And I was reading and I came across this scripture, Galatians 6-7, and it was talking about sowing to please the sinful nature which reaps destruction or so to please the spirit and reap eternal life. And I realized I was doing this to myself. So I actually spent time in prayer asking God to forgive me. And I knew in that moment that I needed to speak to my mum as well and I needed to say, I forgive you. But I struggled to do that. So I had to go into prayer again and say, God, I need your help and I, I can't do this on my own. So one day I had a phone call from my mother. It was one evening. And it was like the Holy Spirit in me kept saying, now's your opportunity. And I could have got off that phone call and not done anything, but my desire was to be free of this hold on my life and my desire was to honour God. So I said to my mother, you probably felt the tension with me and she certainly had. She definitely had felt the distance between us and that made it really hard for her too. And I just shared that I was really sorry and asked her to forgive me. But I also said that I'd been feeling hurt and I shared just a few of my feelings. My husband was sitting with me on the couch at the time holding my hand through the whole thing and I got off that phone and I just breathed and it's such a work of the Holy Spirit because the next morning I woke up and I was absolutely free from my feeling of insecurity with her, my bitterness towards her. I saw her differently, I felt differently, and God had just healed me. Our guest today is once again Jan White, who's sharing about some of the challenges she faced in her relationship with her birth mother after being separated for nearly 30 years. We'll hear more of Jan's story and how God heals her relationship with her mother when we return, right here on Real Faith. Looking for resources to grow your faith? Check out Vision Christian Store with books, movies, audio CDs, DVD resources and more. Plus, free delivery on orders over $50. See visionstore.org.au You're listening to Real Faith. Conversations with real people about how God works in their lives. If you want to know more about integrating faith into your life, our website is realfaith.org.au. That's realfaith.org.au. 
Just go to the website and you'll find helpful articles about the impact faith can have on your life. And you can listen to past programs about the impact faith has had on others. Once again, that's realfaith.org.au. Welcome back. I'm Eric Scadabo, and today we're continuing our conversation with Jan White, who's sharing her life journey with us. As we've been hearing, Jan and her mother, Helen Marsh, were finally reunited after being separated for nearly 30 years. But then they faced challenges trying to establish a relationship after being apart for so long. Now here's more of my conversation with Jan White. And then how did you get close to your birth mother? Uh, our counsellor suggested that we go away for a weekend together because we'd never really had that. We hadn't had any special time together, so we did that and went away for a weekend. And, you know, that was just delightful, just hanging out together, just being together and just sharing our likes and dislikes together. And, and I, I remember as we were driving out, I can't remember what mum said, but I remember she said something and almost had to catch myself that I was going to get a bit negative towards what she just said. And I pulled myself back and went, I'm free. I'm free to love my mother. And look, from that point on, our relationship has blossomed. Hmm. We have this great relationship and I feel free now to share if I want to share something that I'm struggling with emotionally and and she's okay to hear me. And because I feel like there was this release happened in our relationship she was then free to love me and her feelings of love started to grow because she didn't have, I didn't have expectations of her. She didn't have to live up to a standard. She was free to just be herself as well. So our relationship from that point on has done nothing but blossom and be extremely good between us. And so the reasons why she was feeling uncomfortable around you, it sounds like that was just all kind of melted away. Yeah, exactly. And we both could perhaps at times say something that might rub each other up the wrong way. But I think because the healing was there, we just accept each other now and and we're able to hear each other and just love each other. And I think whether that's through us and our relationship as being an adopted child and finding my birth mum, whether it's any household It really is about learning to not have expectations of each other and to be able to love each other unconditionally. And that's the real challenge as a Christian to be able to do that. But, you know, I wanted to do that. I wanted to be have a healthy relationship with God, but a healthy relationship with my family as well. Now let's move to your relationship with your husband, Ray. I understand there were some challenges there as well. Mm. The drinking over the years and and everything, you know, had come to a a head. I'd become Christian, so it was 12 months after I met my mum and and then Ray became a Christian, but it was about three months later, you know, he was still occasionally would drink more on a social basis, but when he drank, he wasn't very nice drunk and I kind of got to the point where I said, I'm done, I can't do this, I can't live in this relationship, but... I was a very committed person, so when we said it was for better or worse, I thought that my lot was going to be worse for the rest of my life, and I just said to him I was done emotionally with just living the same house, and he got such a a shake-up, I think, that he didn't want to lose me, and he didn't want to lose his family, and so he gave up drinking the alcohol, and 
at our church at the time there was a conference and it was called I love you but not your behavior and I went along thinking I was going to find answers at how to fix him but I actually went along and found out that I had so many things I needed fixing myself so you know we we have spent a lot of time reading many many books our bookcase is our library of our life and we have just journeyed to grow together as husband and wife and commit to the fact that we wanted our marriage to work, but not only work, but to flourish and for God to be in the midst of it. Wow. So you had the healing of your relationship with your birth mother and then also the healing of your relationship with your husband, Ray. Fantastic. Oh, yes. I have a wonderful husband. He's a wonderful man. And if I had have given up then... I wouldn't have what I have now. So I'm so thankful to the Lord for his hand in our life. And I understand that you and your husband are involved in your church. We are. My husband and I, from the time we became Christians, um, have served in our church in some capacity. And mainly we've been involved in in groups, like in our family home fellowship groups, mm-hmm. Ray with men's ministry, myself with ladies' ministries and pastoral care. And we've both wanted love and value in our own lives. So, you know, through finding Jesus and finding our love through him and and look, you know, I must say for me, I remember reading Psalm 139 one day and, you know, when it said you created my inmost being and you knit me together in my mother's womb and it said my frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, I knew God through that you know he gave us value he had a plan and purpose for our lives and so my husband and I both that's what we love to do we love to love people and give value to them and so yeah that's what we do in the life of the church yes because that's been a theme throughout your life these insecurities probably because you didn't feel valued, but now that you are a child of God and you know Psalm 139 and that you are his child and you are knitted together by him in your inmost being, uh, does that kind of solve that problem of insecurity that you've struggled with your whole life? Yeah, and I think this is a really important moment to be able to say that I had two families Mm-hmm. And, you know, journey through healing, journey through having my own family and healing there. But ultimately, my value has to come from God first. Mm-hmm. That is the only way to have other healthy relationships is for your value and to know who you are in Christ, to know his love and for his love to be in your heart first so that you can then love out of that because otherwise we just love out of the deficit of our own emotions. And so, you know, I've just found that God's love is the love that has carried me through and made our lives better and to flourish. And reflecting back on your whole journey, finding out that you were adopted and then meeting your birth mother, what are Mm -hmm. some of the lessons we can learn from your journey? Wow, that's a question. Um I I think just that when God is leading you, you must follow and not to push away, you know, your own feelings that we have to learn to be able to communicate with another person what we're going through and what we're feeling, but do that in a loving way, not a judgmental and and way of blaming somebody else. Um, I think it's very easy to lay blame, but we don't always know the circumstances, so yeah, I don't know whether that answers your question, Eric, but... No, but I think that's a theme 
throughout your life in that you could stay away from hard conversations in order to protect other people or for whatever reason. But sometimes we have to have the hard heart-to-heart conversations in order to grow closer and have relationships heal. Would that be a safe summary? You're bringing to memory something my counselor said, and that was sometimes you have to go into the fire before you can be healed. And, you know, it was like sometimes you've got to go to those places that are hard so that you can clear everything away and sort of be in a, in a much better place. Because you could have just gotten together every once in a while and had nice family get-togethers and barbecues, and that would have been okay on some level, but yet that would not have healed your relationship with your mother. No, and I think that's, you know, that's what I really, I desired that, even though I, I still had my adoptive family and, you know, loved them dearly and had a family life with them too, um, I did desire to be a part of this family and I did want to see that grow. So it took work and it took commitment and it took connection and it's all been worth it. It's been worth the journey and it's been worth all that we've gone through together to be in the place where we are today. We are in a wonderful place. And it took openness and honesty and making yourself vulnerable Absolutely. And Helen, your birth mother being vulnerable to you as well, but the outcome being a healed relationship between mother and daughter. Yes, yes, absolutely. I think for both of us, because of our relationship with God, um, we didn't want to settle. We didn't want to settle for just the mediocre. We, We wanted to have healing and we wanted to grow in our relationship together. So we wanted to invite God right into the midst of it and we wanted to have healing And we didn't want to be a statistic of just that falling apart and then just a mediocre relationship and perhaps even falling away from one another and not ever visiting again. So, yeah, with God in the middle of it all, we were able to to heal and bring wholeness to our relationship. Fantastic. Jan White, thank you so much for sharing your story with us today. Thank you, Eric. It was a pleasure. Our guest today has been Jan White sharing her life journey and about some of the challenges she faced after finally being reunited with her mother after being apart for nearly 30 years. And it was great to hear how they were able to work through the different issues they were both dealing with inside that really could have severely hurt their relationship. But as we heard, God helped them to have the difficult conversations that were needed to help their relationship heal and grow. It was fantastic to hear how they are now closer than ever before. Well, I just want to let you know that if you have missed any of our programs in our series related to Helen Marsh and her son Jeff Marsh's Elijah Care Ministry, you can find them all at our website, realfaith.org.au. That's realfaith.org.au. While there, you can hear Helen Marsh's story, her son Jeff Marsh's story, the founding of the Elijah Care Drug Rehabilitation Ministry, and also many people who've been impacted by that ministry. So that's all there at our website, realfaith.org.au. Finally, just want to let you know if you want to learn more about Helen Marsh's story and Jan White's story, you can read about it in Helen's book, Up Out of Egypt. That's Up Out of Egypt, and you can find it right at Helen's website, upoutofegypt.com. That's upoutofegypt.com. Well, thanks so much for joining us for Jan White's story. I'm Eric Scadabo, and until next time, so long and God bless.
You've been listening to Real Faith. And if you have any questions or comments, you can send us a message through our website, realfaith.org.au. That's realfaith.org.au. Thanks for listening, and we invite you to join us again next time for more conversations about God working in the lives of people who put their faith and trust in Him. That's real people, real life, and real faith. Real Faith is a production of Vision Christian Media. This program is a production of Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, see vision.org.au.